The Tri-County Area Chamber of Commerce is a business advocacy organization serving southeastern Berks, western Montgomery, and northern Chester counties, as well as the Route 422 corridor. Our office has been located in Pottstown for our entire 90-plus years in business since 1927. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Chamber Chat with the Tri-County Area Chamber of Commerce. My name is Bill Vitiello from the Victory Bank, and I'll be your host for this podcast. Remember the last time you called your bank and heard... Press 1 to wait for the next available representative. Press 2 to leave a voicemail. Now, listen to the difference at the Victory Bank. Hello, Victory Bank. Jennifer speaking. Real people. No voicemail. Everyone deserves a victory. The Victory Bank. We exist to help our clients fulfill their visions and dreams. Member FDIC. Did you ever wish you had friends for business benefits? Well, you do now with the Ben Exchange. Stop by their website today at benexchange.com. Hi, everybody, and welcome into this episode of the Chamber Chat Podcast. My name is Bill Vitiello from the Victory Bank. First, before we begin, we'd like to thank Drew Griffin from Delicious Marketing. Drew is doing a lot of behind the scenes for our Facebook live stream that we're doing, and then also for the podcast distribution. So thank you, Drew. And then we'd also like to thank Tim Hillert from the Ben Exchange, your friends for business benefits. So once again, thanks for tuning in to this episode. I am here with a guest that I've known for quite a while. So this should be a pretty good uh, conversation, right? Yes, I hope so. Yeah, well, I hope so too. Yeah. <laughs> I hope for our audience it's a good one too. But I am here with Russ Lowe. Russ is from Fraser Advanced Information Systems. Russ, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Is this your first podcast? Uh, actually, it is, yes. Okay, nice. Well, your your voice is smooth. You've only said five words, and uh, it sounds really smooth. So. Well, I better quit while I'm ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so, Russ, I'm so glad that you signed up for this because we want more businesses in the chamber to take advantage of it. So if you could just briefly describe how you came to be on the podcast. Did I wind up asking you? Did somebody else ask you? Were you curious about it at it all? How did you come to sit in this chair today? Well, I believe we uh, got exposure to your podcast at the uh, event that they had at the uh, Sunnybrook Ballroom. Yes. Uh, I guess it may have been a, a breakfast, membership breakfast, mm-hmm. and it was pretty intriguing. And in, in today's uh, mobile society, everybody's on the go, so the best way to catch them is, is when they're moving through their mobile apps and things like that. Mm-hmm. So we were very excited to be part of it. Yeah, well, again, thanks for being on. We appreciate it. So I want to find out a little bit about, before we talk about uh, Frazier. I want to find out a little bit about Russ, right? So tell me about Russ. Do you, are you live in the area? Uh, yes, uh, my wife and I, Robin, have uh, been married some 44 years. We're now in the uh, Reading area and uh, I service basically the 422 corridor as far as businesses and that's where the Tri-County Chamber comes in uh, as a big uh, I guess you could say avenue for us and our, our continued success is the trust that people have had over the many years. Uh, we're in business now 47 years at Frazier, and I've been here 20 of them. Okay. And tell me what your role is over at Frazier. Uh, basically, a sales executive uh, where I go in and try to discover folks' pain and, and try to find out how to alleviate it because uh, if there's no pain, uh, then there's no reason to really 
talk. So you're like a doctor of information systems, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good way to, to look at it. Uh, the diagnosis sometimes can be difficult because there's a lot of symptoms that may be this or that. But if we take our time and do our homework, uh, we can usually find the root of the problem mm -hmm. and uh, usually pro provide a solution uh, that usually increases productivity. You'd think saving money is the biggest, but it's not. It, it's time is our client's biggest enemy. Uh, and with the competition there, uh, you need to work at the speed of battle. And that's sure. where Frazier comes in. Okay. So let's, uh, let's continue to walk back a little bit here. So before you, get, you got to Frazier, what did you do? Where did you work? Well, I'm actually a college-trained uh, arborist, uh, worked in the forestry industry and then in the arboriculture business. And then uh, through some transitions uh, in the industry, uh, I was approached uh, to get more or less to diagnose instead of being a tree surgeon to be more of a, you know, a, a workflow surgeon. Okay. So, uh, so, so this is interesting. interesting transition. Yeah. So this, so the, so the tree thing. Tell me, tell me a little bit more about it. I, I'm not familiar with what the role or how, what that looks like. So tell me what you did. Well, I went to Paul Smith College in upstate New York uh, for forestry and uh, was then going to go be a smoke jumper, but my wife wanted to get married, so we had to stop that. Okay. And then went into the uh, agricultural field, worked in uh, landscaping, tree surgery, uh, mostly through the Chicago mainline area, then working back here uh, with the mainline folks as well. And then uh, there was just some transitions in the companies that I was working for were acquired, and it just seemed like a good spot to take a little break. Yeah. And then, as I say, the rest is history. Yeah. So, so, for, so for folks who aren't familiar what a smoke jumper is, can you tell us what a smoke jumper is? Well, in California, they're doing a lot of it now. You get to jump out of a plane and go put out fires. Yeah, so. pretty risky and, pretty risky. and, and dangerous uh, it was. operation. Yeah, I know somebody else who was a uh, smoke jumper for a little while. Uh, same thing. Like, you need high degree of knowledge. You need a high degree of guts. <laughs> and, put you know, put it all together, you know, you become successful in that role. So, so before you got into forestry, walk back even a little bit further. Tell me uh, before then. Uh, basically, Campbell High School and then Paul Smith College and then uh, out into the real world. And, okay. Uh, yeah. Here you are, right? Yeah. So what kind of um, hobbies? So when you're not working, what kind of hobbies do you have? Well, outdoor a lot. Uh, fishing. Okay. So not fishing. so much hunting, but uh, trap shooting, target shooting okay. these days more than, than hunting. Okay. Where do you go fishing around here? Uh, up Antietam Lake, but mostly down the shore. Okay. All right, so here we are at Frazier, right? So Frazier is a pretty large organization. So it has several yes. several locations in the area. There, Harrisburg takes us out through, I guess you could say, Virginia. Allentown takes us up through New York. Our Philly office is actually on City Avenue, takes us down through the Jersey Shore. And then the home base is in Reading, uh, and that takes us up north through God's country uh, that way. So we're kind of an East Coast, but we're really global with all the companies that we work for now that just take us where they go when they expand. Right, right. So tell us, for folks who don't know what Frazier Information Systems does, can you give us a background on a little bit of their history and then what kind of services they offer? Well, we're very lucky. We're still family-owned by Mr. Frazier. Started the business some almost 48 years ago. And in the early days, it was you had a 
fax machine and a station wagon, not an SUV or a van, but a station wagon. Mm -hmm. And nobody had one, so everybody needed one, and I guess that's kind of how you get rich and famous. But you stay rich and famous by doing an honest day's work and staying with what's new in the industry and always being a leader. So now we've evolved into workflow, IT specialist, uh, phone systems, uh, as well as managed print services that handles the typical copier printer scenario. So it's in an office, it's sometimes 30% of your expenses is in your copiers and your printers. So uh, it, it's, it's big business, and, and people need to be aware of where the savings are, and more importantly today, where the security risks are associated with those workflows. Yeah, and I've been thankful enough. You took me on a personal tour of the place in um, your office in Reading, mm -hmm. and it is those people are all business there. They're taking it very seriously, and you can tell that a paying client means a lot to them. They absolutely means a lot to them. So tell me a little bit more about how kind of Frazier approaches that feeling that they need to be able to perform well for the client. And you know, just tell me how. Tell me what the outlook on satisfying the client is. Well, today a lot of industries and a lot of businesses are trying to downsize the number of vendors that they have. So the first thing that a vendor is looking for is, can you do multitask so I can have one point of contact? Second thing is your financial. Stability. People go into five-year agreements, and they want to be sure you're going to be here. And then thirdly, really, it's, it's the technology. Uh, we partner with, directly with Canon, Sharp, Microsoft, uh, to name a few. And uh, with those trusted, certified business partners, uh, folks are pretty comfortable with Frazier's long-term approach. Mm -hmm. So how have you guys changed over the years? I know you said you kind of started out with copiers, right? Yes, and now it's more evolved into collaboration. So the last thing we really want you to do is make a copy, believe it or not. So all of our uh, technology is geared toward the smart office, so everybody knows about Alexa and, and Siri. So nowadays when you go into our boardroom, our monitor, Microsoft's whiteboard is on. It knows the temperature. When people come in, the temperature gets rises because of the bodies. Most people complain there's not enough meeting rooms, but yet when you look at most of them aren't filled because nobody shows up. So in this case, our smart technology knows if the meeting room is being used, how many people are there, it knows in by your badge. If you're there, I just simply call up and say, pull up a particular file, email that to seven people, print me one copy as well. I can even ask it to lower the blinds uh, if it's, the sun's too bright. So really, the smart office and the collaboration between offices uh, with over 50 sales associates in our company, we cost a fortune to get everybody in one room. Mm -hmm. Now with the collaboration through smartphone or, or tablet, you know, we can keep business moving again at the speed of battle. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, it's, it's one of those things where, like, you still have the personal part of it but you still have the technology, which is kind of blending together. So are people adapting to that? Are they getting, you know, quote, used to it? Well, I think at the sea level, that's where I come in. Uh, that sea level person uh, needs to have the trust in me as a trusted business advisor that I understand the pain. And then that's when I go back to my team and through either managed services, the images division, the phone division, uh, the high-end production people, then I bring that team in uh, to understand uh, what needs to be done. And then, again, from a presentation point,
point of view. Uh, again, that's where I come in to make sure through the follow-up that everything's going according to the plan. Mm-hmm. So what size organizations do you typically work with or what, who can you work with? Well, believe it or not, uh, actually our typical office is five to ten employees, one to two, three pieces of equipment, but there's just 22,000 of them. But we also still do enterprise folks, some major hospitals, major colleges, federal government. So from that size, we're kind of pushing 50 million in annual sales. So it's 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 getting to be big business uh, from the old days. To yeah, the least. yeah, absolutely. So I know you've been involved with quite a few things with the chamber. Um, so can you tell me some of the things you've been involved with in the past and how they've kind of helped you with your relationships and connections? Well, believe it or not, when I got in the chamber, it wasn't about trying to sell them stuff. It was finding out how we could help. And through Eileen's guidance, I became an ambassador and really got to meet folks and found out what's going on in their world. And, you know, don't suppose someday you might need something. And sure enough, someday they did. And so that's kind of how I've been able to uh, keep Frazier in the limelight in the Tri-County Area Chamber of Commerce, so we look at you as a big feather in our cap that we're good enough to be part of your organization, and uh, we, we use a lot of Tri-County members in our business, and we look there first by always by chamber, mm-hmm. and uh, we see a lot of that, you know, being paid back. Well, a lot of that comes because you're involved, right? You know, it's, it's just having this, having the networking you know, groups or networking events available doesn't necessarily mean that you use them, right? But you took the time to use them. You took time to build those relationships. So um, I'm glad you've benefited from that over the years. And I know even, I think, this, didn't one year you win Ambassador of the Year? Were you recognized for Ambassador was of the very, Year? Was, they were too kind that I was Ambassador of the Year. And uh, it was it was, it was was lovely. Yeah. I mean, I really in, in felt very, very fortunate that they thought I was that yeah and I think you wore I think you wore a sash right did you get a sash for no a sash oh no, no really do, do I have the do I have the details wrong I got that? a plaque so no sash. <laughs> I thought you were the last year that we, somebody wore a sash no, <laughs> no. it says ambassador of the year right across of it <laughs> yeah that was a great program and uh, it just keeps you keeps yeah. you involved yeah and and like you I'm, I'm currently serving as an ambassador for the chamber as well and it's just an opportunity for me to give back the chambers provided me so much over time that um, it's an opportunity for me to give back so like you I'm happy to serve as well and you know, it takes a little bit extra time uh, but that's okay there's a fulfillment there that is, is special so so what else would you like to tell me about Frazier well I guess the biggest thing that we like is with someone like mr. Bill Frazier looking to the future and we don't even know what's going to be there because we're in the trenches every day but having someone like him out there looking at the global economy you know world interest where's are things going uh, this smart office com concept uh that we embrace it it's extremely expensive to set up the infrastructure to be able to go out and support that technology so if you don't make that investment which we did probably five to eight years ago now it's like in vogue but we've been doing it before it was even cool yeah yeah and it's so difficult because you know businesses they and i often use the phrase you have the crystal ball on order but it hasn't come in yet 
right? Because you want to look into the crystal ball thinking you can figure it out, but chances are you're not going to be able to figure out and things are going to, things are going to change. Um, before we go, I, I do want to hear maybe about a story where you've helped a client. So somebody who maybe you've saved them money or um, it's just a real good customer service story. Can you think of one that over the course of your years really kind of stands out for you as the example of what Frasier is about and the kind of service you like to provide and the kind of um, things that you help the office with? Well, I guess one of our bigger projects was the Community Health and Dental that moved from an office over here in town up to the Coventry Mall. So they went from pretty good size to just monumental. Even bigger size. Even bigger <laughs> size. So when you look at the technology needed, the changes, the HIPAA compliances, the funding, I mean, it was just an amazing. And then, of course, the speed of battle, you change halfway through. So being able to make the changes, and in some cases, uh, faxing is still very important in the uh, medical field, uh, but nowadays we, we fax without a phone line, believe it or not, so they don't have to go in and put phone lines in. Our, our technology actually converts it from a fax to the internet back to a fax. Uh, so little things like that that just made their life, I think, a, a lot easier because they could deal with the patients and not have to worry about, you know, where's my copy or security of what happened to that document. Mm -hmm. uh, because. The penalties in the medical field are, are substantial. Sure, they're steep. Sure. They're, they're steep. So. Well, that is a big project, and we appreciate you assisting them. I mean, obviously, they paid for their services, but still, like, you need somebody behind that driving that process. And I know that's been a great addition to Pottstown. Uh, it is continuing to serve the community and a lot of families. Uh, yeah, so it's Bridget, great Renee, story. and uh, all those folks there, uh, they're for what they do, uh, they do it because I love it. Yeah. And that's where we felt if, if they're going to work that hard, we should too. Yeah. Uh, so it's not always all about the money, but the money helps. Yeah. That's great. Well, I appreciate you sharing that story. Russ, it's been a pleasure for, your, you. for your first podcast. I appreciate it. You did all right. <laughs> we'll have you back you. again. All right. Let's sir. do it. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Good. Bye-bye. All right, everybody. Thanks for downloading this episode of the Chamber Chat Podcast from the Tri-County Area Chamber of Commerce. Again, my name is Bill Vitiello from the Victory Bank in Limerick. A big thanks once again to Drew Griffin from Delicious Marketing and also Tim Hillard from the Ben Exchange, your friends for business benefits. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions for the podcast, please email podcast at tricountyareachamber.com. And until we connect again, all my best and bye for now. Thank you again for downloading this episode. If you would like to stay in touch with your Chamber of Commerce, please visit our website. That's tricountyareachamber.com. You can also follow us on social media, on LinkedIn. We are on Twitter, Facebook, and now Instagram. You can also pick up the phone and call us at 610-326-2900. A live person will pick up the phone. Once again, on social media, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Also, please consider subscribing to this podcast. This podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, Stitcher, and many more. So again, subscribe to this podcast and also turn on notifications where you'll be notified of new episodes. The Tri-County Area Chamber of Commerce, serving the greater Pottstown area, 
since 1927.